Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the stream scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your Alex Ovechkins or your Kirill Kaprizovs here. No siree, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. The Stream Scheme is presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson, and we often refer to the toughest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, aka the Cupful. Hopefully everyone is coming off a win this week, not me, my team still stinks, but real quick, I want to talk about draft strategy, because I like to write down little bits and pieces of fantasy information throughout the season that I want to remember for next year's drafts, and one of the biggest things that I've found myself underlying time and time and again is this draft for safety not upside and this isn't any new piece of revolutionary fantasy info I've said it time and time again you can't win a draft in the first couple of rounds but you can certainly lose it and I was actually doing a pretty good job of doing just that in a couple of my slow drafts this year and don't get me wrong I love slow drafts theoretically you should have you know all the time in the world to make the right pick so there should be no excuses for a bad pick but the only problem with slow drafts is that sometimes it'll be a Saturday night and it might be your turn to pick. And you might have had a drink. More specifically, vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. And then all of a sudden, you see the news drop that the NHL has determined that they found no evidence of Evander Kane betting on games. And so you think, well, shoot, Evander Kane is quite the steal in the fifth round then. But then you may have had one or two. You missed the part about he faked his vaccination card, and then he suspended for 21 games. And so now, if you want that pick to not be a complete waste, you've got to hold on to him for eight weeks until he can play. Fine. Fine. I said, hey, as long as I can get to like 500, 4 and 4 when he comes back, I'll be sitting pretty. But then what happens? Not only does Evander Kane not train to be ready when that suspension is over, not only does he not try to communicate with his teammates or coaches, he doesn't do a darn thing. Thing. He's like that guy in the major league who tries to get traded by doing nothing. And it's like, buddy, no one's going to want you if you do that. I know you need the money, Evander Kane. You got to at least 
pretend to care. So now finally is the week that the suspension is supposed to be over and he's still not going to play, at least not for another few weeks at least, and maybe just not at all this season. Who knows? And as a fantasy manager, there's nothing I can do at this point. Once I made the decision, week one, to hold on to him until he came back, I'm pot committed at that point. My chips have already been pushed all in. All of the previous time I spent burning a roster spot for him was for nothing. If I drop him at this point, it, I don't know. The more I hear about this Evander Kane guy, the more I'm starting to think he's a real jerk. So I apologize. I just had to get that rant out of the way. So a big fat screw you to Evander Kane. I hope your bookies break your legs. I hope your food deliveries are always cold. I hope your socks are always wet. I hope the person in front of you in the grocery store is always paying with a check. And most importantly, I hope no NHL team ever gives you a new contract ever again. But before we get into this week's picks, we got to see how we did last week because not only do we got to see what we do with those guys going forward, but more importantly, we are all about accountability here at the Stream Scheme. Seth Jarvis had two points in three games so far this week with the game in hand today on Sunday as well. So that's an easy win this week here for Seth Jarvis. He certainly didn't do as well as we had hoped as the Lions in Carolina are still kind of being shuffled around with Nino coming back and such. So with that said, should you hang on to Seth Jarvis? I'm going to go ahead and say you are allowed to drop Jarvis after Sunday. The Hurricanes play their next six games on all busy-ish days, so they don't really have a true off-day game again until the Sunday after next, December 12th to be precise. So maybe if you're in a deeper league, you can maybe try and trade him in the next day or two before people get a whiff of Carolina's lack of a good schedule coming up. But if not, you can drop Seth Jarvis. Tage Thompson, man, I almost want to send Bruce Buffer some more money just so I can have him record. It's Tage Rage time! What an incredible week by the raging Tajan himself, Tage Thompson. Four goals in four games this week for Thompson. Just an absolute monster, and you're obviously holding on to Tage going forward. He's just another huge hit we've had here at the Stream Scheme this year. We've nailed Troy Terry, Kairou, Mangiapani, Bouchard, just to name a few. We've been hot all season, and we'll continue to do our best week in, week out for you the loyal stream scheme listener. But yeah, Tage is still only rostered in just 32% of leagues right now, so that's easily 68% clown leagues right there in Yahoo. But yeah, pick up the Tajin Ragin, <laughs> the Ragin Tajin, whatever, Tage Thompson. <laughs> Kirby Doc did absolutely jack crap for us this past week, and this one is on me. I guess, obviously, who else would it be on? But what I mean is that I completely forgot that we weren't streaming Chicago Blackhawks until further notice. They're still a mess. I thought that at least maybe they could score a few goals, you know, while being a complete mess. But alas, Chicago only scored five goals in three games so far this week. And unfortunately, despite seeing great minutes, Kirby Doc was not able to get in on any of that minimal scoring I mean they got shut out by Vancouver Vancouver if you can't put up one goal against Vancouver just pack it up call it a season but yeah he does technically play today on Sunday as well so you never know a hat trick could always turn this pick around but you can definitely drop Kirby Doc after his game on Sunday 
Derek Brassard got injured early in his first game of the week on Tuesday, so this one is a wash. Hopefully you were maybe able to pick someone up like a Tage Thompson once you stashed Brassard on IR. Remember that Tage Thompson pick? Yeah, so do I. That was awesome. Anywho, a wash here on Brassard. Get well soon, Derek. Gustav Nyquist had a very good week for us, getting three points in four games this past week. Shout out to the current reigning best fantasy hockey player in the world, Tier 1 champ Dustin O, who was chirping me about Nyquist this week, saying that he only had one point during the week at that point. Ye have little faith in the streaming champion of the world. Didn't you hear the intro? Now, granted, those three points that Nyquist got were just all he did this week he doesn't do much in terms of shots or any other peripherals but hey write it down in stone three points in four games is always going to be a win for the week capiche enjoy your winning stream there dustin and enjoy that fantasy hockey crown while you still can but obviously yeah you can thank nykvist for the good stream and then send him back to the waiver wire Scott Brunovich, it turns out that hyped-up rookies don't always produce right away. Eh, who knew? Uh, he actually did pick up one point this week, but even with that, he only got around to about half of what we were hoping for for Brunovich. So that's a big, fat loss here on the week for him. And so, yeah, in case it wasn't apparent to you, Brunovich doesn't hit, shoot, block, and in the last couple of games, he's seeing less than 17 minutes of ice time. Ugh. So you can and should drop Brunovich at this point. Brett Pessy had an okay week, 1.7 shots, 4 blocks, but just one hit for Pessy in three games so far this week, but does have a game in hand today on Sunday. Typically, I'd say let's just call this pick, you know, not a win or a loss and see how he does on Sunday, but you know what? I'm having such a good week. I'm cool with it. Just calling Brett Pessy a loss at this point. I'm still going to have a winning week regardless, but if you are keeping track at home or anyone who's putting any kind of advanced stream scheme analytics, uh, maybe just wait until after Sunday's game before you call this one a win or a loss. But yeah, can't be too mad at Brett Pessy here, but you can definitely drop Pessy after his game on Sunday. Colin Miller had a very good week with two points and a bunch of perifs to go along with it to bring him to a total of 14.25 cupful points for the week. So an easy win here for our old pal, Colin Miller. However, even though Miller had a great week, he saw his ice time get reduced to seeing less than 19 minutes of ice time in each of his last three games. So maybe try to trade Colin Miller if you can. Maybe add him in as like a defensive sweetener for a trade. It's very possible that someone will just look at his fantasy points over the last month and will be willing to take that bait. Because if you're just looking at those fantasy points, he does look very rosterable right now. But if you're pressed for a streaming spot and Colin Miller is at the bottom of your roster, I would rather have the streaming spot than Colin Miller at this point. Our Shallow League Streamer of the Week, Tim Stutzla. Big time Timmy Jim Stutzla had a pretty good week for us. Only two points, but also throwing in a ton of perifs, shooting and hitting a bunch. So an easy win here for Stutzla. He's still only rostered in just 30% of leagues right now, which I think is too low. If it was around like 50%, that'd make more sense to me. But I get asked a lot about like trade targets, and I think Stutzla is a very good trade target right now. Pointless in his last two but over 20 minutes of ice time and plenty of perifs in those games, I feel really good about him going forward. Maybe you could offer up 
even someone like a Colin Miller to someone that needs help on D in exchange for Tim Stutzla, or maybe even Colin Miller and throw in some fab as well. You get the idea. But yeah, I would say for sure, hang on to Tim the Jim Stutzla going forward. Our ludicrous streamer of the week, Alexandra Texier. Two points in four games with eight shots along the way. It's close, but as a ludicrous streamer, getting two points has got to count as a dub. The process was definitely correct here. The Blue Jackets definitely ate this week, and Texier was able to find his way into a couple of points. Pretty simple. It's not rocket science, people, unless someone wants to pay me for this, in which case, of course, streaming hockey players is rocket science and my process is patent protected. I'll see all you other loser streaming podcasts in court. They don't even go over their picks from the previous weeks, those cowards. But yeah, who was I talking about? Oh, yeah, Texier. A nice win here for our ludicrous streamer Texier this week, but you can definitely drop him now. Overall for the week, for now, that's 6 for 9, which obviously meets our 50% quota and brings us to 5 in 1 on the year, or 6 in 1 on the year, something like that, which I know what you're thinking. Dave, WTF, mate, I thought you were undefeated last week, and yeah, perhaps I counted my chickens before they hatched because all we needed to have a winning week was just one good game on Sunday from someone like Parise, Marjo, Pearson, someone. But nope, just a big old bag of nothing. It was just a mess. So that ended up being our first loss of the year. But obviously, as you can see, we had a nice bounce back week this week to bring it to five and one or six and one, something like that. I'll have to check. But I'm sure none of you care. But without my word, I am nothing. So I've got to own up to that loss. But enough pitter patter. Let's get at her. Let's get to the schedules for the upcoming week, starting with Monday, November 29th, 2021. On Monday, we have eight clubs playing, 16 clubs playing on Tuesday, thanks a lot, COVID, 12 clubs playing on Wednesday, 20 clubs playing on Thursday, 10 clubs play on Friday, 20 clubs play on Saturday, and 12 clubs playing on Sunday. So we're somewhat back to normal as we have the typical Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday as the busy-ish days. However, none of them are crazy busy, and even Tuesday isn't even considered busy with only 16 clubs playing after that Islanders had their games postponed. So make sure, as always, to check your lineups because depending on your stacks, you might be able to fit in a streamer on those busy days, especially Tuesday this week. The best schedule of the week goes to the Calgary Flames, who play four times this week on Monday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday, so four games total with three off-day games in there. And I'll also give a close second place to the San Jose Sharks, who play four times this week, but on Tuesday instead of Monday. But with only 16 teams playing on Tuesday, it's in that gray area where it's not a big busy day but it certainly ain't slow either so but yeah the sharks and the flames easily have the top two schedules of the week some other teams with some pretty good schedules this week are the columbus blue jackets and the tampa bay lightning those are the only other teams that play four times this week which kind of stinks just a not ton of games going on this week unfortunately but yeah the anaheim ducks the arizona coyotes the edmonton oilers the seattle kraken the vegas golden knights and the winnipeg jets all have pretty good schedules as they all play three times on three slow days this week the worst schedule of the week is a tie between the philadelphia flyers and the dallas stars who each only played twice this week actually kind of similar to last week where it's actually a pretty good time to have the worst schedule of the week because if you're gonna have guys who are only 
only playing twice in a week. You want it during a week when there's only four teams that play four times. So I wouldn't automatically drop fringe guys on those teams, but if you can drop them for a top-end streamer this week, then yeah, I'd probably make that move. And no, Tyler Sagan is not a fringe guy. I just traded for Tyler Sagan, and guess what? We've got diamond hands, people. We are the Tyler Sagan Diamond Hands Club. Do not drop him. Well, maybe unless you're in a 10-team league, then I guess you can. Some other teams that have bad schedules this week are the Washington Capitals, the St. Louis Blues, the Nashville Predators, the Minnesota Wild, the Florida Panthers, the Carolina Hurricanes, and yes, once again, the Boston Bruins. Hang in there, Taylor Hall managers. I'm with you as well. I've assembled the all 27 team, 2017 team. I've got Hall, Sagan, Crosby, Backstrom, Dowdy. Yeah, you guys can tell why my team stinks. Huh? But either way, I'm hanging on to Hall as well. Boston's schedules have got to turn around at some point. Law of averages, right? <laughs> So without further ado, let's get to the picks of the week. For my top forward streamer pick of the week, it's Zach Cassian of the Edmonton Oilers. That's right, you schmucks. Everyone who had a flame or a shark as my top pick in your stream scheme pools, I'm sorry, but I'm going with noted good guy Zach Cassian. And my reasoning is pretty darn obvious. I'll give you all one guess as to why Zach freaking Cassian, who only plays three times this week, is my top streaming pick of the week ah that's right you guessed it you're so smart he's playing with mcdavid in edmonton now listen my streaming process might be patent pending but this one is as easy as one two three Number one, do the Oilers have a good streaming schedule? Why, yes, they do. They play on three off days this week, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Number two, is there anyone playing with McDavid that I can stream? Why, yes, there is. It's Zach Cassian. And then number three, pick him up and then pour one out for all of the pool party brothers who are all down in the dumps at this point. Now that pool party is not playing with McDavid, the pool party is definitely over for now. Try to trade him while you still can. But yeah, to get back to the point, Zach Cassian is only rostered in just 10% of Yahoo leagues right now. So pick up Zach Cassian. <laughs> My next forward streamer pick this week is Sonny Milano of the Anaheim Ducks. Now, I don't know how Sonny Milano is balancing playing in the NHL while being a full-time mobster, but he's doing a pretty darn good job of it so far this year. Pop quiz, hot shot. What point pace is Sonny Milano on right now? Nope, nope, that's incorrect. The correct answer was 66 point pace right now as he's got 13 points in 16 games so far this year with four of those points coming in his last three games. The man can score you points. He'll break your legs if you don't pay your gambling debts. He can do it all. Trady Vander Kane to the Ducks. Sonny Milano will keep him in line. But yeah, only two things scare me about Sonny Milano. One would be if I look at him wrong, I'll be sleeping with the fishes. But the other one being that his time on ice is still pretty low. Sometimes he'll only get like 12 minutes of ice time a game. But hey, that hasn't stopped Milano from scoring yet. So why would it stop him this week when the Ducks have a sneaky decent schedule playing on Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday? So you can get a quick three game out of him and then drop him for someone who plays Saturday and Sunday if you're so inclined. He's only rostered in just 4% of Yahoo leagues right now, so as long as you don't insult his mother's cooking, pick up Sonny Milano this week. My third forward streamer pick this week is Clayton Keller of the Arizona Coyotes. Listen, 
I don't like this pick any more than you guys do. I hate picking Yotes as much as the next guy. And I try to pick new and exciting guys each week. This is only the second repeat pick we've had so far this entire year, other than Zach Parise. But until more people start putting Clayton Keller on their team to take him out of streamer range, listen, I'm going to continue to pick Clayton Keller as a streamer when the Coyotes have a good streaming week. And not unlike the Ducks, the Yotes also have a sneaky good schedule this week as well. Arizona plays on Monday, Tuesday, Friday this week, so three off-day games, and then you can drop them after Friday for someone that weekend if you are so inclined and listen Keller is hot with seven points in his last five games he's playing like a ridiculous 22 minutes a night and he's pretty much all of the offense that Arizona has so if the Yotes do score a couple of points this week Keller will probably get in on a couple of those and he's only rostered in just 18% of Yahoo leagues which I think is ridiculous I think you have got to pick up Clayton Keller this week My fourth forward streamer pick this week is Rudolph's Balzers of the San Jose Sharks. And with the Christmas season officially upon us, it seems only appropriate that we pick up Rudolph's as a streamer this week. Am I right? Some things are just tradition, you know? You put up the Christmas tree, hang up the green and red lights, pop in your diehard DVD, and stream Rudolph's Balzers. The reason is simple. He's playing on a line with Meyer and Couture, which is good enough for me. Now, obviously, the lines might get shifted, in a major way once Evander Kane comes back this week. What what's that? Evander Kane's never never coming back. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Uh Evander Kane is the Grinch and he is here to destroy Christmas for everyone who drafted him and held on to him this entire time. Uh I don't like the guy. That's what I'm getting at this episode. But oh yeah, Rudolph's Ballsers. The Sharks have one of the best schedules of the week, playing four times with three off-day games in there. He's only rostered in just 1% of Yahoo leagues this week, so he's available pretty much everywhere. Pick up Rudolph's Ballsers. My fifth forward streamer pick this week is Max Domi of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Now, I know what you're thinking, Dave. Where was this Max Domi pick last week? He had five points in four games last week. Well, okay, how was I supposed to know that that was going to happen? He had played in just one game at that point from returning from injury. He did nothing. He was doing nothing before the injury, all right? So get off my back. Lucky for us, the Blue Jackets do have another pretty good schedule this week as well. They're one of the few teams that play four times this week, and with Tuesday only having 16 games being played, you can consider the Blue Jackets having two off-day games this week as well. Now, he's not shooting a lot. He's not getting a ton of ice time. He's on their third line, but the Blue Jackets are hot, and Domi is a friend of the show, so he won't let us down. Probably. Well, his DUE is really low, too. Whatever, all right? Quit trying to talk me out of it, okay? He's still just 11% rostered right now in Yahoo League, so if you're looking for someone with four games this week, all right, take a chance on Max Domi. Moving on to defense, my top defensive streamer pick of the week is Jamie Drysdale of the Anaheim Ducks. The reason as to why is pretty straightforward. He's the defender on the top power play there in Anaheim. It's been Drysdale on the top unit and Shattenkirk and Fowler together on the second unit. My apologies to fellow Cam Fowler managers. It looks like the sell high window is officially closed and he has become droppable at this point. Drysdale, on the other hand, I think needs to be rostered in every competitive 
deep leagues, such as the Cupful. Drysdale is only rostered in just 18% of Yahoo leagues right now, and not only should be held during the weeks when Anaheim doesn't have a good week, but the Ducks have a good schedule not only this week, but next week after as well. So if he's still there in your league, pick up Jamie Drysdale. My second defensive streamer pick this week is Vladislav Gavrikov of the Columbus Blue Jackets, which first off, I just got to say, what a name. Vladislav Gavrikov. Mwah, love it. But also, I love the way Gavrikov has been playing recently as well. The man has been en fuego as of late with five points in his last four games, but he's no slouch in the perifs department as well, putting up solid numbers and blocks and shots to boot. People have started to notice this, though. He was in the single digits last week, but now Gavrikov is all the way up to 17% rostered at this point, and on a week where Columbus is one of the few teams that plays four times. If you've got an open spot for a defender and he's still there in your league, I think you've got to pick up Vladislav Gavrikov this week. My third and final defensive streamer pick this week is Adam Boakvist of the Columbus Blue Jackets as well. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have just made stream scheme history by picking two defensive streamers from the same team for the first time ever. And, you know, typically there's a reason for that. The odds of two defensive streamers on the same team both having good weeks is very slim. I'll be the first to admit that. But Boakvist is in a great spot in Columbus as well as they've been rolling out Bookfist on the top power play in Columbus with line A out and from what I hear they like the different amount of looks that they can do with the former Blackhawk and what he brings to that power play that has resulted in five points in the last three games for Bookfist. and as I mentioned the Blue Jackets are one of the few teams that play four times this week and he's only rostered in just six percent of leagues right now so hey why not roll with all three of our Blue Jacket streamers this week and pick up Adam Bokvist? My shallow league streamer of the week is Blake Coleman of the Calgary Flames. I had to pick someone from the Flames to stream, right? I mean, they do have the best schedule of the week after all, playing four times with three off day games in there this week. Blake Coleman was definitely a little bit of a derailed hype train this year, which is why despite his poor numbers, he's still all the way up there at 34% rostered right now in Yahoo leagues. People thought maybe he'd take Monahan's spot on the top power play, but Alas, Shawnee Mani is still there currently. But still, I'm a simple man. I like my coffee hot, my beer cold, and my shallow league streamers cold. Ice cold! All right, 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 all right. Now, ladies, yeah, which shallow league streamer are you going to pick up this week? Blake Coleman. And lastly, my ludicrous streamer of the week is Alex Barre-Bolle of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now, I'll be truthful to you guys. I don't love this pick. Listeners that have memories like an elephant may remember Barre-Bolle was a ludicrous streamer for us last year and didn't do anything while playing on the top line in Tampa. Since then, he was picked up by Seattle, who realized that he's not very good, dropped him, and then he was picked up by Tampa once again. So if he does suck, then why am I picking him up here then? Well, you guys know me. 
I'm a simple guy. I like my coffee hot, my beer cold, and my ludicrous streamers playing on the top line on a good team during a week when their team is one of the few teams that play four times this week. I'm ready to be hurt again, Alex. Come and get it. He's a ludicrous streamer, so you know he's pretty much available everywhere at just 1% rostered right now. So if you're in a deep, deep league and you're ready to have your heart broken again with me, then pick up Alex Barre Bole. So there we have it. To recap, our streamers for the week starting on Monday, November 29th, 2021 are the following. Forward streamers, Zach Cassian, Sonny Milano, Clayton Keller, Rudolph's Bolzers, and Max Domi. Defensive streamers, Jamie Drysdale, Vladislav Gavrikov, and Adam Bokvist. Our shallow league streamer of the week is Blake Coleman, and our ludicrous streamer of the week is Alex Barre Bole. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Patron Discord server or on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. And make sure to follow our cousins, Ben and Lewis, at Short Shifts and obviously at Keeping Carlson. And tune into their Megapod every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you everyone for listening. And don't forget what the great Jerome Iginla once said. The future belongs to those who believe in their streams. See ya!